Well, who are you? I told you, George, I'm your guardian angel. What is it you want, Barry? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Welcome home, Mr. Bailey. Sandimental hogwash. I wish I had a million dollars. Mr. and Mrs. Martini, welcome home. This is what I wished for. You see, George, you really had a wonderful life. Welcome back to episode two of Back to the Movies at the TailgateSociety.com. I'm Ted Flynn, is joined by Jake Boss and Sean Shantas Fessman. So this is Back to the Movies. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher. Stitcher's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Zed's <laughs> dead. Uh, iHeart, iTunes, and Spotify. There it is. <laughs> or, or the TailgateSociety.com. We do have our podcast back on the website. That's really cool. You can go up there and find all of our matinee baseballs or last week's. Die Hard Podcast. This is Back to the Movies. Brought to you by Muddy Bites, MuddyBites.com. They have mint chocolate chip Muddy Bites. This is not a drill. Go to MoneyBites.com, put in your zip code. You found basically Menards, Target, Walmarts now, gas stations. They are taking over. Hi V taking over the world. No excuse. Money bites. Um, they're amazing. Just the tip. It's the best part of a Sunday cone full of all kinds of delicious goodness now. Um, anyways, I probably well, we're that better anyways we're back with back to the movies the podcast of us where uh we like to revisit movies or i pick movies that these two haven't seen because apparently i've seen a lot more than them because i'm an old and they're youths and we are this week since it is christmas we are picking it's a wonderful life um 1946 movie by frank capra classic um one of the best i guess christmas movies ever made I feel like it kind of falls in that die hard part of christmas we're like it's a Christmas movie, but like people like to say it's not. Um, I don't think they ever really say it's on Christmas when shit goes sideways in this movie. I mean, they do. Yeah, because he, he like comes but home. not until like the last half hour. Yeah, because he like comes home yeah. and they're like prepping for people to come over. And he oh, that's right. That's right. And, yeah. So as always, um, if for some reason you haven't seen a one for life, which you need to fix that on uh, Amazon Prime right now, we are going to spoil the shit out of this movie in 90 seconds or left. Let's spin the wheel. Click, 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 Jake, spoil. It's a wonderful life in 90 seconds or less. So it's a wonderful life is essentially a quick snippet or snapshots through the life of George Bailey leading up to the year that he like loses his shit and apparently needs divine intervention. Um, we see he's him 37 a... years old in this movie. And <laughs> yeah. we want to talk about that. He's uh we see him as a boy. We see him as uh, apparently basically a high school grad going to college. his entire life. We see him. Yeah. I mean, we see him throughout his life um, uh, through some key moments. Uh, and then um, as we said, we see him on, uh like christmas day christmas eve um he's uh he runs a uh 
building and loan shop that is not a bank. It's a. Uh, We're going to discuss that too. I don't know exactly it's... what to call it. It's an old. It's an old school like building and loan shop. It's it's weird. It, now I must know what that is because we're not quite yeah, that old. Yeah, uh, but it, it comes down to he basically thinks uh, because of uh, being poor and having some stuff, not being poor, but not having a bunch of money. He runs into a financial crisis and he thinks, well, I'll just kill myself for the life insurance policy. And and uh, he has an angel come down and show him what everybody's life would be like without him. And we then we get the end of the movie where everybody comes and brings in money and everything is great and surprisingly uh, kind of hits you in the feels. So, yeah. So, like he said, the whole angel comes down and shows you what would be like about you, which is such a trope now that when you watch this you're like oh, oh of course and then you're like oh wait this is what started the trope like how, there's yeah. so many like yeah oh yeah. sitcoms and shows or movies I, I, say, I had never i had never seen this movie before which is part of what uh what triggered this for us i don't know that i had ever even seen any of this movie before and watching, yeah, the, the last, whatever it is, half hour, hour, 45 minutes. I don't know exactly when, when that starts and how long it takes, but. Uh, last half hour. I yeah, it's, it. like, it's like, it's like watching that. You're like, I was like, have I actually not seen this before? Because it feels <laughs> like you've watched that because so many movies and shows and whatever have used that in different ways. So I, I think I said it before, but this this used to be the movie we watched in my house when I was a kid growing up before Elf became a movie. Um, but realizing that now, like I would have been like eight years old, seven, eight, nine years old, like in that stretch or some stuff, like when I would have actually taken all of it in. And it's a long movie. It's two hours something. You throw that on NBC. And I think NBC used to run it ad free because you know that's you could do that in the 90s or you know um, the ads weren't 30 yeah. percent of the length that yeah. runs. um but there's a lot of so i realized watching it uh that i don't know that i've ever sat down watched it beginning to end because all I remembered in my head is that last 30 minutes when they do the this is life without you and then when Clarence shows up right yeah, yeah when Clarence shows up um like there's bits and pieces in between that I I know I caught as a kid from that first hour and a half but I don't think I've ever watched it beginning to end because it is I kept I was watching it and just kept waiting and kept waiting I'm just like are we ever going to get to this? Like, is that, is that part of the movie? Is that, is this, is this that movie? Clarence... This is that movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that part with Clarence really that short? Like I kept checking the time and I'm like, there's 45 minutes left in this movie. I don't, how short is this part? I was stuck in my angel. head that that was the entire, I thought that was an hour and a half of the movie and not a half hour. And it was an hour and a half of, character building i guess if you want to call it that <clears throat> it's just going through it I, I didn't exactly know i saw the two hours and i was like okay we'll see and then going through it and then by the time you get to the end and when the the yeah the last 30 minutes it's like, thinking back a, after it was over i was like man they really just for whatever reason stretched out like the first 
two thirds of the movie, and I didn't like they they did not need to do all that, not nearly as much of that needed to happen, at least not well, the way that it did. Well, it is the forties, so like I told you, like movies are longer than, and I think I think it does need to happen though, and I'll, because it makes the emotional impact more. Like you know, Martini, you know Bert the cop, you know right. you Kajan, those bonds with with. 15 Uncle different Billy, characters yeah who if he died the day after took over that bank george's life be a lot easier but you it, know whatever turns out we're gonna me get and uncle billy, billy me and uncle billy have a few things in common we we're not actually that great at financials and we like to hit the booze so it's... yeah <laughs> so anyway um but like before we get down that route um <laughs> um like sean already kind of covered this like when we i talk about how like with these older movies how what our first memories are but like sean hit on it and i'm i'm the old in the group he's right so growing up and i think it might still be on nbc night for christmas it was always on christmas eve i think on they the still run it yeah and this is back when you had just before cable you had four channels at least i did and that's what you watched on christmas eve you sat down for your family and you don't know, so we watched it but it sure as shit was on the background so yeah, it always got turned on. It was kind of, it was one of those, like, we would do, so it, we actually used to do a big, sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine, um, man. That uh, we used to do when I was growing up, it was a, and maybe this was also part of why it's so spotty in my brain. I have a Not the very alcohol. large, I well, <laughs> I have a very large family on both sides. Like, my mom is one of eight kids my dad's one of seven there's cousins galore we did my mom always hosted christmas eve where we had all the cousins aunts and uncles over so like it's a wonderful life would be on but there were 50 people in the house right right so like you couldn't you couldn't watch it if you tried to watch it sort of thing um but also again yeah it's part of that was i was a six-year-old kid running around the house and it didn't really matter <laughs> anyway but <clears throat> i think that's why everything about it is so spotty in my head right so yeah so jake like i said i mean like i said it was always on the background me and we uh it was just there so like but like I, said, I have not watched this straight through decade maybe but i've seen yeah. enough that like i told you guys i probably could have like mapped out the movie but i knew i was gonna forget that so jake what what is your earliest memory of of this movie just existing yeah, since I your mean, first time watching it. I don't know. I mean, whether it's, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that I heard about it around Christmas time and watching it advertisements, whatever w elementary school, when I remember things, right. Um, I've known about it for a long time, but for me, um, it was never a tradition uh, to watch. And then by the time I was old enough to really like remember sitting down and doing stuff, um, it wasn't just the, you know, it wasn't just the basic channels. It was, we had, you know, there was, we had direct TV around or like other cable around or whatever. Sure, so sure. We, were, we were watching other stuff. And then when I was before then, before we had that, yeah, we always had like a big family gathering. So like I'm playing with my cousins and stuff. Like I don't, maybe that they may have had it on the TV when I was, you know, five six seven but i wasn't paying attention right. to what the hell was on the tv so um yeah i honestly i've heard about it for a long time it's just been one of those things that i've never had a like oh gotta sit down and watch that type of thing 
Right. Um, so yeah, I can't exactly tell you. I mean, I've been aware of the movie for a long time. Um, and I, I've known kind of, you know, the last half hour kind like general premise, but. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely got, and you know, it's like I said, it's just the story isn't, the story is good. It is a very good. Yeah, you better tread lightly. If, <laughs> if you no, I was just going to say, it's just, it's a little, it's strangely slow moving, but also like, you don't need every single second of it, but you do need the storylines for what the payoff is. Like, well, that, that's uh, kind of what I meant about how it didn't need to be as long as it is. Right. Yeah, so I, what I would think, you, what would I you cut? The, so I don't think there's any like specific, like five minutes at a time that you cut, but there are definitely parts where it's like, man, you could, you could really speed this up and like not have it as slow as it is and cut out a minute here, a minute there type of thing within yeah. like the little segments. That's more what I mean about it didn't need to be as long as it is. You could probably pretty easily cut a half hour out of this movie without getting rid of like any of the major segments. Yeah, I'd, I don't know. I mean, a half hour might pu- be pushing it, but. Well, and, and it is, it's part of, and this is, it's to your point and also to ted's kind of original point of it's a different era of filmmaking where it was just sort of it's your the one that kind of jumps in my head right away is right after he goes to the high school reunion of his little brother and he's walking mary home because they fall in the pool um which we discussed that yeah uh, but like that's a whole scene that like it's drawn out it takes a lot of time that could have been condensed at least a little bit, at least sped up. Like it is building the ambiance and the relationship of those two. It does have one of the best quotes though. (laughs) Once they say like youth is wasted on the young or something or something that old man on the the porch. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, so yeah, so I agree. So moving on, um, I just pulled the uh, questions up and I lost them because that's how I do shit. Oh, Anyways, um, you know, so, pick out a small role actor that you recognize. Yeah, him? well, you know, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no shit. All right, no, we're not going to touch that. One, but all right, so yeah, so <laughs> do you guys have like a favorite quote from this movie? I guess since we're discussing that, I I know I have one. It's not that one I just said. Um, I have a favorite quote, and this movie's not like real quotable. It's not like a major league or Dumb and Dumber. Like it's. But there's a few like that are very famous. I don't know if they really count as favorite quotes, but I have one yeah, that cracks I'm, me up. I'm trying to remember. I didn't have any. I w- I didn't take a lot of notes in this movie because I really was just like sitting there and trying to take it in. Um, so I don't have and and I there aren't any that jumped my brain. I'm sure you're gonna say some and it'll be like, oh yeah, duh. But I don't I don't have anything. Yeah, I I was kind of in the same boat. I was trying to focus a little more on the movie because, again, I'm like, oh, it's got to certainly pay attention to this early stuff because then Clarence is going to be here, and then <laughs> Clarence was never fucking there. Uh, he was just <laughs> he, was, he was a blinking light in cut scenes here and there. Um, got a fucking schedule, Clarence. Um, <laughs> but uh, the ones I had down, I mean, you have the. 
it's in that scene that I was talking about where he's just, you know, just he looks at Mary and just, you want the moon? I'll throw a lasso around it. That, that's it a pretty high you. one. That's a, that's a big um, one. Which also kind of falls into the category of, I don't know that I didn't realize it was from this movie, but I absolutely forgot it was from this movie. Um, Makes me wonder if I'll give you the moon and the stars quote or whatever that you tell people that you care about is, is, yeah. is directly correlated to this movie. Is loosely based. Yeah, I mean... Look at me using is, a big word like correlated. Because you have... what It's in one of the Bruce Almighty movies. He does that. He does it. Yeah. He lassos the moon and that, pulls yeah. it down. I'm not sure if I've ever seen uh, the second one. Uh, yeah, I think you can skip that one. Yeah, I don't you think don't you need to worry about that one. Uh, I might skip the first one again. Um, hey, come on now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I I didn't have much else that I wrote down. I had uh, I had the one I thought was funny is when they're the newspaper comes out that apparently nobody and and again I wasn't around in the forties. You would think we're trying to travel fast. That you know a dude from town is getting the Congressional Medal of Honor um, or <laughs> also, whatever it is, but he um, just shows the guy the, the just look at the newspaper look what's going on and he goes oh it's gonna snow again <laughs> um yeah so yeah that's so here's my so hang, hang on all right hang on before that fine, so fine. i don't look so i don't look completely stupid uh i think the most famous quote from the movie is that every time a bell rings an angel there you go yeah sorry <laughs> god I, that's that, not the like, one I'm gonna... i that I, that's not like a best i don't think it's a best quote or anything like that but that has to be by far the most like used quote and audio clip yeah. right from the movie oh yeah so sorry go ahead ted i just didn't know that is the best i look like a complete that's... dipshit not at least being able that's to not what i'm gonna say so. though mine is it's happening right now oh did you know there's a pool on there this year? <laughs> did you know the button for that, that pool button, right, button there. right there did you know where george and mary are dancing is right above that pool and did you know this is the key for that button <laughs> I, have, I have the key yeah i have you and i have started basically at the same time and they're right now they're dancing back and forth in front of the opening floor oh that's so great that, that whole like just that cadence that just that dude just being a he's just a chaos agent that's just a chaos agent yeah he saw good. that dude get shot down imagine like going to a dance doing all this work um for the hottest girl there and then some old motherfucker that shouldn't even be there just shows up from college yeah some like 20 not even from dude. college who was no, just working in town oh yeah, yeah that's right that's right he was he's on his way to college he's, he's supposed he to was going, going to europe yeah he's and, supposed to be going to and college. then going to college. Every, all of his friends have already no. graduated college right yeah, so yeah. Like, um, he's old enough that he should have went to college and basically been done with college already at that point. Yeah, he's a 22 year old like dude hanging out at the high school graduation party, which <laughs> prom. This has to be prom, right? I, yeah. I don't ever say it's prom, but no, they say it's a graduation party. And they had, they did graduation parties a lot more better than we do. That's damn sure. <laughs> also, like I just this... don't know why one guy got saddled with bringing all of the pie. Harry, <laughs> um. Also, he had that pie in his head that if it would have fell off, he might have been murdered by that that maid. Um, also, yeah, like this movie, like treasure. um, for for a movie made in the forties, some kind of racy shit in this movie. Yeah, there really is. Like, you know, the whole like 
she dives in that bush with no clothes on and he's being a dick about it for mm-hmm. like probably a good minute too long. See, and that like, like the, yeah, the, that's where this that part's about to come up, right? And this like Tez brought up this whole like walking home thing, like yeah, it's like some chemistry building and stuff. But you pro like if it goes away, do you miss like or most you, of it? If most are you going to make away? me the guy who says movies that should be ninety minutes or less? Argue that this movie is the perfect length. Oh, God damn, yes. I hate it here. I think I so. hate it here. I think I'm going to make you the guy that wants 90 it's, minutes or less movies. I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying that movie needs to be 90 minutes or less, but my whole thing is you can't tell a movie story in two hours. You need to do a better job, unless it's like a historical epic or something. I think there, and like I said, I think there's a level of, I think it tells the story fine. It just, it takes too long. to movie like you just could do slower. You could do, yeah, exactly. You could do all of the same content and just condense we, it. We weren't all, they weren't all ADD. Yeah, eighty years ago, so. we've got problems in our brains now, Ted. Buddy, that's why I'm on. Back I'm then. on those. I, I know this. That's why I got myself fixed. And I've been watching movies at like a much more bigger clip. Like the last four weeks, it's great. Yeah. Back then, it was War Heroes, and you spent your. Wait till you I make went, you watch you the went, fucking Dirty Dozen. You that's went like to the Nickelodeon. You spent your five cents to watch a three-hour movie. Like Dirty Dozen, just... they don't go to war to the last fucking thirty minutes in a two and a half hour long movie. <laughs> Just wait, sirs. Just wait. <laughs> I would, I, yeah, I'm not going to say what I Have you guys thinking. seen the Dirty Dozen? No, not, the, not the Put it in the goddamn list right now. <laughs> When's Veterans Day? Haven't they, say, haven't they remade that, though? 11 11. We're a month late. <laughs> no, they have not remade the they didn't remake fucking it? Dirty Dozen. <clears throat> You've just seen a thousand minute on mission movies since then. When, when did that one come out? It was in color. I'm going to go. <laughs> Well, technically, has, so was this movie, but it has that running back, Jim oh, Brown's in it. So, sixties. Oh, okay. Jim Brown's in that movie. Um. Anyways, though, like, yeah, this whole part of like Mary is pretty racy. Or like later on here in a few minutes, uh, he comes to like after she comes back from college and she's like, "We're having rowdy sex down here," or something. She yells <laughs> yeah, at her mom. So, yeah. Violence. We're making violent love down yeah. here. Yeah. Well, we don't kink shame, so whatever Mary's into, that's fine. Um. I well. I'm not sure George you're, has it in them. You're though. right, but the 1940s do King Shame. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that when we get to the trivia section. Um also, yeah, we'll just toss it out right now. Mary or Violet, which one you got? Violet. Violet can get it any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I I had it so, from the moment oh the movie started, I wrote Violet cut a bad deal with the devil. It's violent. I'm not gonna say all those words. I'm just gonna say ditto. <laughs> oh no, Man, no, Team Mary, Team. No, Mary. not not. Wait, 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 wait. Can how about we just play a game of uh, <laughs> who are we killing? Kill. I don't know, but I know who I'm fucking. I know who I'm marrying. You're gonna toss <laughs> Mrs. Bailey in there? The yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know, but. We'll just play that game, and then we still <clears throat> solves all the problems. <laughs> this podcast is going to get canceled with the two <laughs> yeah. episodes. Nineteen forty-six uh, cla- Christmas classic, and we're playing fuck Mary kill. All right, good job, me. Yeah, it was it was my first note. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> Um, the one that did play Mary did win an Academy Award. I saw that. Um, I feel she like also- she had to have been like in 
quite a few things. I didn't like do a lot of She's in on, uh, uh, actors or actresses from the movie, but on a fair to rem- not a fair to remember. <clears throat> She's in that movie that I can think of Ty would like that has the couple making out on the beach and the water hits them. I can't think of the fucking movie's called. Um, we oh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's her, but she's in that movie. She won for (laughs) an actress. But yeah, he's just like circling this rose bush. Yeah. Also, like hydrangeas. It's it's the biggest fucking question I have. This movie is. So his dad passes away at this point. Yep. And then he just doesn't contact this one for four years. Four years go by. No, 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 no. It's. It's a few months at first. Okay. Which was also my thing. It just like, you guys had this night in this moment and you left because your dad had a stroke and she didn't even try to reach out to you. Like, hey, how are you? Like, is All your right. dad okay? Are we sure George is a good dude? We're gonna, I'm not sure when we need to discuss that. <laughs> well, I think he's a good person for the community, but... Well, no, it's he puts his very... dreams on hold. He puts his dreams on hold, but he makes sure you fucking know. Yeah, as I say, he, he has, put his dreams on. He, he's a very conflicted character in that sense, because like, yeah, yeah he does a... the good things, but also there's a yeah, there's problematic. Oh, it's, yeah, oh, I'm gonna drive a couple hours carries... to pick your ass up in that gas station, but you need to know that you. I put my <laughs> life and it's inconvenienced me to do so. Yeah, he he carries a lot of it's almost guilt in every decision he makes because he knows he doesn't want to do it and it's fucking his life up. And it's very, and that's where it's a little, it's strange that he does this almost balance of I've risked my entire life and everything I do for you people. Yeah. And how do you not see how much I've done for you? Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a, like, it's a very it's almost a narcissistic. Yeah, it's like level a, of thinking. Yeah, it's like a yeah white not necessarily a white knight, but a whatever. Yeah, it's it's not quite narcissism, but it is like a right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like not. A, yeah, I've it's sacrificed all of this for like these things for you, but also when it comes to the moments, like uh, Ted's is probably playing this too. It's the it's the scene after that when they're in the office and uh potter's trying to oh yeah we haven't even mentioned the like bad guy the rich banker guy that yeah that's true screws everybody over and then basically buys everything up when people are in trouble and he's wanting to dissolve the the loan and building office that his family's had and he basically um george makes this speech basically to the board um while he's like missing basically like he's supposed to be leaving or is supposed supposed to have left for Europe, and now he's supposed to be leaving for college. And he makes this speech to the board, which eventually leads them to yeah, it's vote against Potter. Speech. Yeah, yeah it's, it's <laughs> like makes them vote against Potter, and but on the terms that George stays and is the head of the the office or the business or whatever. And it's like yeah, he it's... just does that out of his heart, but then he also has the moments where it's like, well, don't you remember that I stayed here? Like I I sacrificed this oh, yeah. so that I stayed here and did this like yeah he does a lot of it i guess sort of again sort of like self-reflecting guilt sort of guilt tripping more or less of well i was supposed to do all these things but i stayed for you i did this 
it's, we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, we, we brought we up narcissism. I don't I know will. if that's exactly I don't think he's, what I would I don't call think it, he's but... full narcissist because I think if he was full narcissist, he would have just fucking left. And he would have said, <laughs> fuck you guys, you can, I've got my money. Don't narcissists want to make sure that they know how much you're inconveniencing them? So, like, anyways, we're going to, I don't know, I don't want to shit on George Bailey. It's a, he's an it's American hero. Well, it's certainly, a, it, it's certainly, like we said, it's just a character that while is good most of the time also has some very unredeeming like qualities or parts that you can't exactly right. uh, because like, it is it's one of those the original anti-hero and yeah it's it's him it's george bailey he's the problem it's him um <laughs> but you have because it is selfish all, in bed also it's also <laughs> um if Levi there's also there's also a lot of him being naive because it is he doesn't do the like uh, even at the end of the movie when it comes out at eight thousand dollars goes missing and he just which is a shit ton of money then yeah because I, I saw i don't he I was I, he was offered twenty thousand dollars a year which seemed like life-changing money which I, all sure right so was. I, imdb has that 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 uh that number it's three hundred twenty-three hundred thousand a year. So yeah. whatever, so whatever that means, at least eight thousand has to be at least one hundred thirty thousand dollars today. Yeah, yeah. And you just accidentally and your, wrapped it in, and your and your town just shows. All right, all right. But, we, we, let's talk, let's talk about Uncle Billy. What's about Uncle Billy? Uncle Billy is. And I need to be careful here because I'm worried that I have early onset dementia. So anything I say here feels like the universe just asking <laughs> the universe against you in a court. Oh, sorry. it's not like the universe just asking the universe to spite me down. In what world? There's two capable other motherfuckers in this building alone, which we're going to discuss that next. Where the fuck a building alone is. Why is he in charge of the money? Why is not that dude in the glasses whose name you ever learn? Why well, is that woman's name who never, who never learned? So, do we? Are, so I, I think I, we do. And did I, is, hang on, hang on, one okay. second. Did we miss, or did I? Did I miss signs that apparently Uncle Billy is like going senile? No, it's just bad memory. Or is it just like it's just like that is the thing that happens, and apparently then he's oh, just yeah, it's to just not remember. So I think it's kind of just noted. I don't like criticizing people bad from memories. from the get that it's just <laughs> like that George's father started like he was the one who kind of got this going and he brought on his brother because he needed something to do and like i think it was just implied like okay this guy's just kind of dumb but like he yeah, was... it was just a weird a real weird like they didn't like even build up to it, it was just like uh this scene he's going to deposit it and he puts it in the paper and then no just no they built up to just... it because he uh, has well, his fucking fingers and he, early in the movie. Yeah, he, he's got the, he forgets yeah. something and he goes, you can take that one off now. Yeah, I, don't the, what, I don't even know what the, the fuck bank, it is. The bank examiner called. And he goes, oh yeah, I meant I was supposed to call them yesterday. Oh, you're right. And he that, goes, that, you can take that off now. It does oh, okay. say that. He yeah. says it's Christmas and he get home to my family. All right, yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, don't let go to your head. So, I yeah, didn't even just, really think about like what that even was. I just kind of brushed. But it. then it, it does. It goes from he's, <laughs> and this is 
It's been not 10 years perfect. of Uncle Billy. Why are you letting him handle the fucking money? It's not the perfect like, comparison, but it's what hits me immediately. Oh, I'm just a, I'm because he kind of looks careful. like it. We're already getting canceled. He looks like... He, he reminds <laughs> me of the bartender from Boondock Saints. There's a bartender in Boondock Saints? Oh, He's bartender. That has, yes, that has uh, Tourette's. I think it's barber. You know, his, his business is going under, getting run over, and he's just like, I don't know. It's not me. It's, it's shoot, man. All, should we, off. Should, should we rewatch he, that? Boondock Saints? It's a fun one. I watch mm. it too often, I, so I mean, I, it doesn't qualify yeah. for me. It might oh. qualify for the <laughs> length of time for me. I bet it's been 15 years. Oh, all it's, right. That's much better than me. So yeah. I might watch so, it blacked out a few years back. But I don't think that counts. It's a lot longer uh, ago than I've seen it. I'll put it that way. But yeah, it's just I Uncle Billy has the because even when uh when George is leaving to go to college after telling off uh that's such a fuck you moment. And just we and, told him yeah, off, but you gotta stay. <laughs> yeah, but and he goes, No, he goes, Billy can do it, and everybody just went, Oh no, oh no, <laughs> Billy can't do it. No, so it, like really, no, and then really yeah, don't you, like it. You get into this. You move from you know after that it is. You kind of take it as because it's built up as George misses all these opportunities and dreams that he wants in life. Okay, yes, but it's also his choice to not do. To that. be clear, though. He could have invested in fucking his buddy's plastic shit and not left town. And he didn't. That's on him. It's because he's guilty for stealing his girlfriend. No, that's not her. That's not Violet. Oh, yeah. Mary's his girlfriend. Yeah. 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 Mary was supposed to be his girlfriend when they were Even though I love how like they make it okay by having him on the phone with another woman on his shoulder. Yeah. She's like like, on his shoulders and stuff. Just to make sure that Bailey's not a complete piece of shit. Um, it's a, God, we're, yeah, we're calling it's, George Bailey a piece of shit on the One for Life podcast. <laughs> we're truly going to hell. Um, <laughs> for the um, record, Ted said that. I don't think I've ever actually called him that. So. Look at you, fucking looking for bonus points from Jesus. <laughs> All right, anyways. Um, so like, so hey, he my, was uh, good enough. They sent him an angel. So right. I don't know how much wrong because his one. kids were good. That's why. It's the prayers in the beginning. Of we're gonna get his, yeah, it was for his family, not for right, him. We're, I don't want to do trivia yet. Where I have a bunch of trivia I can't wait to get into. All right. All right. Um. So what is something from this movie that you did not realize was from this movie? Is there anything? Does that, does that hit? Or you were like, oh, I mean, she, yeah. The trope, I guess. I didn't fully like know that's exactly how it played out. And that's what a lot of. I don't know themes have used or like movies or whatever have used the whole like life reflection of like, this is actually all the good things that happened because you existed or the, the moon lasso thing that would, I guess that's probably a better one, but yeah, I think that was the one for me is just the moon. It, and like I said, it's, I'm sure I saw it years and years ago, but I didn't remember it. Um, because I was a kid and not paying attention, didn't give a shit about taking high school graduates <laughs> out of robes or something. Um, 
Oh, all right, all right. Let's roll with that real quick. But yeah, face with transpired. No, I was just gonna say it's it's probably that for like the you want the moon. It's I'll lasso it and I'll I'll pull it down to you. Um, right. Um, that's I don't know if I have one. Like I said, it's been in my life my entire life. So, um, I did yeah. notice this as a old person now in the 2023, much more much more uh aware of shit maybe. Did they go out of the way to mention that she's 18? Oh, how old are you, Mary? Yeah. Oh, I'm 18. Like, like, I don't even know that was a fucking but, law back Yeah, in the I was gonna say, I don't I don't know. I don't think so because it was like he even just gives like his immediate follow-up is well a what year ago you, you were 17. Yeah. And just I think it was more supposed to be uh like reasonable justification for this yeah guy that's which all right what's about his four age? years older than her even though he's like 40 years old right we're gonna discuss it so at some point in this movie like halfway through it before the kids start showing up before he he knocks up mary he goes to potter because potter can offer him a job because potter's assistant's like mm. you're not careful i'll be working for george bailey yeah and in my head, man, I'm like, Bailey's like 40. Like, we're into his life. Oh, yeah. He's married. Yep. He's married to, he's married 27, to oh, I, re- I literally fucking, re- I, I fucking rewound it. Yep. Can you even say rewound? Backed up. What do you think the kids say? You think the kids say backed up? You think they say rewound? I don't know. But anyway, I backed it up. Rewound it. Well, yeah. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way that Jimmy Stewart at this but point that, in this but- movie. Is twenty seven, but that time, but that times out. It's just you're like, oh my god, he's still only twenty seven in the plot <laughs> of the like the plot line of this movie, because right from the jump, he's supposed to be like twenty one, twenty two, and it's like right away, it's like this motherfucker is forty years old. What are we he's, doing? Yeah. He's thirty seven when he wants to jump He's thirty seven when he wants to jump on the bridge. Out. Oh yeah, yeah, but but he's thirty nine when this movie came out. I don't know that it was intentional, but when they do that graduation party where he sees mary and goes and dances with her he is a foot taller than i meant to look up i meant to look i meant to look up how tall donna reed was after this movie (laughs) and how tall he was because you're right she is much shorter than him (laughs) he is just towering over everybody and they're just like yeah this guy's definitely young (laughs) he's a foot taller than her listed on google so how tall is he six three She's three. So he's tall, especially for like people weren't were a little shorter than at least, right? Like Yeah, I, I don't know. Wasn't alive then, even though you think I was. Um I mean, yeah. classically people have gotten taller since then. So um, but also, yeah, so like um I lost my train of thought. What were well, the he's tall and old as shit playing. But before playing. that, oh yeah, the twenty seven year old part. Yeah, so like um, real quick, um, because they because they because they pass some time and you don't exactly know how long it's supposed to be. So, for you to be like, oh yeah, it's reasonable. He's probably closer to like his actual reasonable like age. Like <laughs> it's reasonable that he's playing like a th- like young thirties or mid thirties. No, he's still 27, 28. I I noted that too. That's like <laughs> I'm glad we all were like like what yeah. the fuck. Really? I was like, oh, he's still okay. It's, well, I think I think like I got a text message. And I was like, and I was like reading it, and I was just like, "Wait, what? No, what? what? No, like, no fucking way." So, um, yeah, 
he he looks like a very grizzled old man. <laughs> so real just... quick, um, while we're on trivia, um, and I don't want to forget it because the vodka is probably tasting pretty tasty. Um, so when at the beginning of this movie, when like he uh, when young George Bailey saves a pharmacist from killing a boy. Yep. Oh, I was gonna ask when we get to talk about Mister Gower. All right. Did you look up the trivia about this shit? No, I did not. That actor hit that kid so fucking hard. That's real blood. <laughs> oh, no. He, like, ruptured his eardrum? I don't know if it was his eardrum or not, but he made his fucking eardrum bleed. He hit that oh, fucking kid so hard. Wow. I mean, he was going at him. Yeah. So, so in the was... 40s, that kid probably got, like, 100 bucks and, like, go on your way. <laughs> at the least, I was like, well, that's convincing, but damn. Okay. I don't know if I was, like, all of it was real blood, but, like, yeah, he fucking beat that kid actually, in real life. Actually beat him. Wow. It's so I have my issues with Mr. Coward. He, they used to fill tablets like that, and how the why is there a poison tablet on your counter? Well, yes, yeah, you can you because, can buy your own capsules and fill them. Yes. Yeah, he was filling. His can own you buy your own glass bottle and say poison and big fucking <laughs> no, letters? That that but is it, a, that is a different part of it. But yes, you can buy like gel, but and cap, capsules and fill. Them. But it's the forties. They put poison on the back side of the bottle, <laughs> yeah. not the front of it. So the, sometimes the, you just on the you know, front side it was all like if you look at it, it's like all like completely like scraped off or some shit. Like it's like very like faded. So he's been using that bottle. But then that just in, in this <laughs> in that first introduction with young George Bailey, who is I don't know, let's call him what, twelve years old? No, because I must say like 14 because mary is probably she had to be 10 or 11 so i'm 15 could be yeah mm, that's fair yeah but i'd say with, yeah, probably like 10 and 14 something like that and i and i know this is a product of the times and you can't age people and actors and you didn't it was one actor all the time mr gow i don't want to tell you this but that was not jimmy stewart is that 14 year old no no i understand that (laughs) but mr gower in that first young in that scene with young george bailey he looks so old was 75 years old (laughs) drinking himself to death because his son just died died. of the spanish flu they don't ever actually say that but yeah yeah they say suddenly from influenza yeah spanish by the way sorry uh was this the first like angry smashing of a record on in a film it was very, very well done. Sorry, that part just came up with him at the house and she, she like, just smashes the record on the record player. Also, those Buffalo gals are no longer she coming out. She played the fucking song from the, that's the same song from the dance, right? No. It's the song they were singing after the dance. Uh, so I yeah, think, so like, yeah. Like, if that happened to me as a guy, and was, I, I was obsessing over, when I was obsessing for five years, I mean, I'm, I don't have that in me, but I see where like, I'd be like, want to right yeah i mean she she did it all intentionally to do a callback to that night and, and the man just ignored her it was just yeah a dick and then he can't get tied down he can't stay there i'm then, going to europe <laughs> and then and then screamed at her and then somehow kisses somehow her and... it worked yeah i don't certainly an interesting mm. embrace that, that's it's a it's I it's yeah. a lot of emotion going on in that moment. We're the um, only podcast that's ever just gonna just shit 
talk George Bailey the entire time. Sure. Well, the entire time. Not the entire time. He's a good guy. He just had like he's a compli- like it is a complicated character. Mm. They do they do a good like a surprisingly good job to me. It was a surprisingly good I job. I bet he's a sub. Anyways, um <laughs> we're very quickly approaching like the see the Ludist uh, podcast uh, about <laughs> it's a wonderful life. We should do a basic instinct podcast. Several of oh, oh my god, man! I don't know if we could ever actually release that. Uh, the oh boy. Um, anyways. <laughs> So there would be. It's, I wanted to touch on one other thing that I had a note about of Something when Mary said. When, <laughs> when Sam comes back through town and they're just you know they're stopping to go to Florida and all. Dude, that. he fucking shows in his face. Right, and he's just oh, I offered him a, on the ground floor this and that. They. I assume make it a point, or maybe it's just because I've seen so many Facebook photos for the last 15 years. Like, Mary has her hand on her stomach the entire time of that scene. Just about, and I just went, oh, she's pregnant. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she's she, pregnant. <laughs> she knows she's pregnant. She whether knows anybody else, she's yeah, pregnant. She's actually... Like, and then the it is, yeah, it's a right. scene or two later, it's just, I want my baby to look like you, and and good for George for being, I guess, heads up on this because I would have just been like, "All right, cool." And he's just like, "Oh, you're pregnant," and I'm like, "That's picking up a very, very vague clue there, man, that she's pregnant." But good for George, and eventually there are four kids that he okay. hated until he tried to kill himself. <laughs> Can we, I mean, oh man, we're coming up on the after the wedding scene and the. There's a run right. on the bank, and sorry. All right, no, we need to discuss this. We're still on the trivia part, right? We're so okay, we're so sure. sure. So the wedding happens, and uh, Uncle Billy's shit canned. Right? This is my favorite bit of trivia. So like he like sends, I did see this one. <laughs> um. So uh, I mean, mind you, the run on the banks happens first. We'll come back to that in a second. Um. So he sends Billy down the road, right? Because he's too shit canned. Right. Him which direction to go? And yep. So as he's walking down, they're filming it. Some backstage dude just trips and drops a shit kind of shit. Oh, is that what the actual noise was? And like, the and then the actor that plays Billy's like, "I'm okay." And they <laughs> That's fantastic. Kept it, and they kept in the goddamn. It, it's, it sounds. I mean, maybe he did like trip over a trash can, but it literally sounds like he like the actor or the the guy like no, Billy's, like they literally like he dropped like a bunch of like tins and like metal shit. This, this it sounds like, yeah. I mean, it sounds like a metal trash can that like Billy accidentally tripped well, over. Probably. And I can't back this up. They maybe they fucking tucked that sound like the Williams screen, Wilhelm screen, and that's just the sound of movies now when some asshole uh, or a cat or an animal that you know, yeah, bounces off shit. So, no, that's great. That's funny. I, that's great for trivia. Yeah. So let's, let's discuss this around the bank thing. Considering, I still don't know what a building loan is. So, so I for my entire life until I rewatched this yesterday. I thought they owned a bank. No. And, it, so what I, from my, the closest thing that I would like kind of equate it to is like a, almost like an equity firm that like invests in like specifically like homes, like homes. Right. 
It's almost like a mortgage company. So I, I like banks kind of do are... all that now. There are specific mortgage companies, but I, I think it's basically just supposed like an old time like mortgage company. Right. Um, so why is people money there then? I would guess that they also did a little bit of banking or like people when they had equity, like you could, you would have like cash equity type of thing. And Which, so it, like, they also could work, like they kind of worked like a bank. They weren't just like a bank is purely just like your money is here. This is like, probably has something to do with like equity and stuff. I and like this, that. I think is like the biggest part of the movie that like people forget about, like is this part. So I don't know if it's a Simpsons or his family guy or something else where like they, they, uh, they mock this part. Mm. And he's like, no, you're, I don't have your money. Your money's in John's house. Well, he he does say that, like, in the movie. Right. And in this thing, that person starts beating the shit out of that guy's like, why do you have my fucking money? <laughs> that's I think, great. I, I sort of got it's probably, probably family guy. Family and when guy, Sean gets yeah, back here, he'll probably tell us. Um, um, Sean, do you remember, like, we're discussing that, that part where, like, he's like, I don't have your money. Bank and the people come into the office and... He's like, I don't have your money. Your money's in so and so's house. And then that guy, oh, yeah. like, piece of shit. Is that Family Guy or is that Simpsons? So I've known I've seen that cartoon that like mocks the, that scene apparently. Um, I've never seen it. The guy starts they, beating the shit out of the guy. So, like, he's like, I don't have your money. Your money's in John's house. And then the guy's like, What the hell? Yeah, I want to say off the top of my head, it's maybe Simpsons, but I don't know for sure. But like, that's a I big know what you're part. talking about. Yeah. It's a big part, like people forget that's right. So, like, so what I can get this is the uh, this is the stock market crash, and this is where Potter literally buys Potter buys all the businesses buys in town, everything for pennies on the dollar, essentially, and barely ruins his honeymoon. Yeah, to... spends his twenty two thousand dollars or whatever it was that he had. Did they ever see how much it was? Was it twenty two k? Or maybe it's two. Was it? It was two thousand. Two thousand. Two thousand. Which at that point is yeah. It's a lot of money, yeah, which 20K. is it's, yeah, uh, which was where like thirty grand, because you have that first guy where he's like, I'll just I'll make everything right. Yeah, fuck that, and that guy. What yeah, pisses me off about that guy? I'll take two forty two. I have and that motherfucker comes back at the end, and he's like, oh, like no yeah, man. He's the we're first not. guy in line. He's so the first guy in line. Says we were, we're also talk, talking about what this office actually was, and I was like, I think it's basically like a local mortgage mortgage place, and they must just have like equity, like money and stuff that they can potentially like withdraw or whatever. Because it's not like a bank, bank obviously, right. the bank is the. But bank, yeah, they but must have savings. It's just there, like, like a local. I think it's probably just has to do with like maybe some like equity borrowing savings against the their like loans or whatever with further also price. yeah they're just hustling money how is this bank not closed for his wedding because uncle billy's not at the wedding he's at work right yeah he like how big it... is this fucking town and they can't be like george baylor's getting married we're it's, just close to tomorrow it's not famously small town <laughs> the whole thing about it is you can't run away it's a yeah. small town yeah, I don't know. There is there is something to be said about like if you were a place like that and you weren't open for regular business hours, like there was there is there was a thing like about that because they they make a big deal about the like closing your doors and stuff. Like, I don't actually know how big of a deal that w- would be or would have been 
back then for them to actually close. It'd probably been better off but... for them not to have Billy at the office, though. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Well, yeah, because they. Show but that up was that was he's... the whole premise: is like you can't shut your doors. Like you he have got, to have your doors. Open. He got a call and he was chugging whiskey. So yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe don't have Billy there. You you all, you all sit yeah. on your uncle uncle's cough medicine there. You know. Uh... <laughs> um, but yeah, that guy's a real piece of shit that takes a two forty two. Yeah. And it, it, it annoys and me. Every, to... And then everybody else is like, oh, all, you know, twenty dollars. And then that motherfucker shows 17, up at 15. the end. At the end to help him out, I'm like, motherfucker, you know, you don't get to be friends with him anymore. You <laughs> get you the fuck, fuck out of my house. Out of yeah. yeah, it's he is the first guy in line of people pouring through the door, just oh my god, we heard you needed help. Oh, you better call me, you better give me so fucking $482 fucking plus interest, you motherfucker. Yeah, that's <laughs> better launch that 242 right back in here. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line though, that it's really like I don't know if you guys caught it. So he he uh he gets they have two dollars left, mm-hmm. and he goes, "We're gonna put them in the vault." And Uncle Billy's was like, "Hope they're like rabbits." Hope they're like yeah. rabbits. Yep. <laughs> yes, I wish they were rabbits. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was a good one. So uh, all right, what we got here in the old uh, the old questionnaire that I made? All right, all right, all right. Uh, any famous gifts, boys, for this movie? I don't think so. Yeah, there no. there there aren't any, are there? There's any fucking gifts in this fucking movie. Because like, well, I mean, I know, I know, there's a few like some of the older like movies, maybe whatever, just older in general. Like there are like dancing gifts and stuff, but I don't think any like any of those have ever come from this movie. So, all right, what else we got here? Didn't age well. I mean, there's all right, a lot of... all right, real quick. Um, so the guy plays Potter. Any idea whose grandfather that is? Oh, no. Uh, uh, um, look, fucking chicken up the goddamn last name. Kind of gives Drew it away. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> his last name is Barrymore. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, like, uh, they didn't actually, like, put, like, him in makeup and shit. He, like, just showed up like that. And they're like, you're good. <laughs> no, I mean, not like, I mean, like he, he does a very Not like a dick. Of... Not like, like a dick, but, like, they, like, he, like, came. Dressed yeah. for the role. He was like dressed, yeah. He dressed himself. In yeah, it's yeah, it's a level of because it is especially in that for that final scene that's forty five minutes, which makes this a Christmas movie. Um, <laughs> oh, we got Tez drunk enough that he's going to start pulling the diehard on. All right, it's it's. I mean, he definitely does the. Like he is the Ebenezer Scrooge guy. Like it is just, dude. He's, he's a real I, piece of shit. I'm, I'm the, I'm the not rich old a, man with all the money, and oh, fuck you. Just, I will ruin you and your family. Maybe I guess if I was in a wheelchair, my dick wouldn't work. I'd probably be upset too, I suppose. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick. Um, Loki, my favorite part of movies. Like, so like, I think it's Martina. Martina. Uh, Martini, they like. Is he one of the like? They like. Well, we got your house finally. Yeah. And that kid, that guy has like seven kids. Like, yeah. He's... It's. I think it's more like that. That was a thing where I was like, I think that's like multiple families moving into that house. I don't sure, think it's sure. just Martini. Or, like, maybe Martini likes to fuck. Kids. That's fine. I mean, it you could know? be, but. And they put the fucking goat in the car. And <laughs> load the kids in the car. Three kids and a goat get in the back of the car. <laughs> 
Mary's like, what somehow. in the world? Okay, well, whatever. And that's the part when uh, what's his nuts? Uh, his buddy is like, I, I offer that dude all kinds of money. He just fucked it up, you know. Yeah. Um, did you guys know that uh, Bert the cop and Ernie a tax driver, taxi driver, is where they got the names of Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street? I assume so. The moment I heard them back to back right away. That's fun. <sighs> I do think it was cute also that they uh, they pop in World War II and every single person in a small town has an amazing happy story and no one dies. No one, yeah, no one dies. And then they mention a third person. They have Bert and they have Ernie. And then there's like a third guy. Like he's like, and he's and he's and he helped save the bridge. I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, it's... who the fuck was that? Like, it was Ernie. Ernie was the paratrooper. His brother was the goddamn guy that like saved the the, the ship. And Bert was on Normandy or some shit. Was it the bartender? Like, was it Nick? That'd be Nick. It's one I can even think of. Nick. Nick. Yeah. yeah, Nick. Um, I'm just looking through the list of characters, and I think it was. I think that's right. It was Nick. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, nobody else in that movie would have been Miss Bailey. Age. It's yeah. <laughs> no, she so. <sewed>. Um, <laughs> She she volunteered yeah. for the Red Cross. I love like this movie like takes like a good episode. ten minute chunk. Be like, and George is pissed off that he didn't die in Europe. Like just like, <laughs> yeah, it's ask uh, ask has ask Pratt Ryan about those fucking brothers in Europe. And you, yeah, go ahead, George. Go ahead. And... Yeah. <laughs> Which at that point be like thirty one, right? Like <laughs> it wasn't like he was. Yeah, he definitely would have been. It would not have been the uh, the prime candidate as it was for. Also, I mean, he'd still get drafted because bodies are bodies in war, especially in the forties. But the evilest fucking shit that Potter does in here, and it's just a fucking, it's a blink and you miss it moment. Is they say he's on the draft board. Hmm. The president of the draft board, and he puts everyone as one A, which is just fucking is a fuck. They're dead. They're dead, right? Yeah, and he couldn't. He couldn't with George because of his his ear. You know. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. He had to right. keep him. And so I want to go on. I I've I have I don't know the last like take I guess I have on this movie is that Mary is the best person in this in this movie by far, and she's also I forgot about this. She's also like. I don't know if this makes her a genius, but when uh, he comes back to the the house they end up living in, it's all dilapidated, and they, she has the meal set up and everything. She has the record player in front of the fire with a rope around a rotisserie that oh, yeah. has like the chickens or whatever on. Yeah, it. and so it's, it's, it's rotis- running the rotisserie. It's running the rotisserie for the the chickens or whatever the birds are that that are supposed to be on there. I is I watched that, that is like a really like that is a a wild like touch to have in the movie but also i guess maybe that's something that people did but that is not something that i would think someone would just randomly think of to or like to do. yeah because it's even in that scene like the song ends and i think it's the end of the vinyl so like the needle lifts and everything yeah. so i'm like oh it's gonna still stop. just sitting there run it yeah and like it's gonna history. they're gonna have to figure out you know a way to keep those running and just nope it keeps going and it is i i think it is a nice touch and it is that whole situation which obviously 
for her to scramble on it's the night of their wedding they have all of that leaving for their honeymoon it's their whole honeymoon obviously fell yeah. apart they, yep but all that's they, gone. they lost one thousand nine hundred and ninety eight well, she, dollars she's the one, she's the one that phone. volunteer she volunteers the money because yeah. they have it for, yeah. to start with so like they don't have the money for the people to get she says here use this use our honeymoon money and yeah. then like they survive that and she has the house set up and ted i was saying like how she sets up the rotisserie for like the chickens or whatever oh my god i'm a fucking on the record player I was like, that is such a like smart thing to do for one. But I was like, Mary is the best person in this movie. Like after we've like torn out, like had our issues with well, like George piece shit. But yes, yes, he is. <laughs> she, she's like um, the most. She's fantastic. Like a fantastic person. In the um, movie. she she's the savior in the end. And it, and she gets such put. All right, we haven't got to the end yet. We're like clench up, and uh, she gets she gets such treated dirty by the writers and directors because like so she. She saves George. She puts up all of his bullshit. And they're like, she became an old maid that worked at the library. I'm like, no. Oh, when he wasn't no. there? Yeah. No. Mary's amazing. Someone, she would have found somebody. 100%. Like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I, I, mean, I, I agree. If she, like, wanted to. The whole thing was, like, she didn't have her, like, she didn't find her person. She wouldn't, she would, she wouldn't have yeah. stayed in that shit town. She's too good for that Potterville. Yeah. She would have no, been definitely. gone. That's... Yeah, it's the interest, it's, it's part of that of, because she obviously makes the comment You'll make about, about how she doesn't want to marry anyone else in town. She only wants to marry George, blah, blah, blah. But that's in a reality where she grew up with George from a young age and all of that stuff. Like, yeah, it's she, her life would have been a little different, I would think. Um, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe she just dreamed about George forever and just he was this guy she had and would never meet. Uh, right. Well, she doesn't, he doesn't exist. But yeah, like, Right, no, but Mary's like, amazing, and like I know you guys are both team Violet. She does not look at no point does she look more. No, no, no. Violet is a not great person. <laughs> I don't think we need to get any further into how we feel about the two. I'm just saying that, like, I already part said, where, Mary is the best person in the movie, and he absolutely no, and she, should but be. With she her. looks at her peak in this part right now when uh, the buddy shows up with the plastic gang, she has like a, a baseball cap on, yep, and they're helping Martinez out, Martini. But also, like, I, I, I'm telling you right now, one, one of you motherfuckers when I was 27, 22, told me about just some bullshit, plastic shit, and I didn't get it on the ground floor, and then you guys became fucking filthy rich. No angel stopped me from that fucking bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so can we can we actually get to, like, the end part? And like well, talk well, about we're that not now. through our we're, goddamn questions, buddy. Yet. We are a long ways into this podcast. We're, we're well past the questions. Mm. I think we've hit all the questions, haven't we? All right. Well, I have one more, but that's fine. We'll save for the last because there is no parts that took you out of the movie, right? No, no, uh, not outside of not outside of just like timing of things. Okay, timing or just like the weird, like you want to do the money by social stuff. Best part of the movie now or after at the end? 
Uh, let's talk about the end, and then we yeah, can let's do, do the all end. Right, so, all right, so Clarence shows up. All right, let's discuss. You know me, we have a bar. I'm a bar guy. So, which bar do you want? Before Clarence or after Clarence? For Martini's bar. Uh, I, I don't... Yeah, I don't want Nick's. That after, place is after is like awful. Way too busy and it's damn near a mob bar. Yeah. It is just what's he say? I he's... serve people to get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> we serve hard drinks here to get people drunk fast. <laughs> what do you want? And it is just he's a total prick about it. And it is just, yeah, I'm here to just pour whiskey into a glass and get the fuck out of my face. Um, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, like, the best part of this is like, this is the biggest set that this film company made until at this point. So, like, they literally made this town. So, that's, what, that's how they get switch around shit. They made this yeah. entire set, which is crazy. Also, the snow shit until it was made was, was made with weighted cornflakes. Hmm. They were so loud. They had to dub people in the snow. Huh. And they created a way to make them so they weren't wild at first movie. And they they won an Oscar for it. Ooh, I, I do believe I have heard that before. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there's definitely, like, you can tell that it's not all, like, everything in general is not natural. It's actually but this film during the summer. Made, made the whole thing. And you can catch Bailey sweating more than once at yeah. the end. Because he's in, like, the bridge scene was during a heat wave. And that's why he's fucking literally dying in it. Yeah. So... Right. There are some of those for it being when it's in the when George Bailey wasn't born era <laughs> and he's running through that town. So good. There's there's some pretty good like neon signs. I would not hate to have. What they like, say? There. So there's the one that's. I think it's at what I assume is because they do the whole rundown of like the town oh, strip right like. There's a there's a strip club and it obviously turns into bail bonds and like obviously when when Potterville became a thing it became just in a kind of a wild wild west man I need, Vegas I, Vegas before Vegas sort of thing I want these signs now because like they'd be like you know me I'm a fuck I'm a there's niche one that moon says person. welcome jitterbug yeah, it's, and the, it's, just, it's like the club, the club that Violet's getting kicked out. That of. Violet's getting kicked out of, yeah. And it's just, it's a very, just the font and everything in it is very good. Like honestly, the signs are even the the sign that's on the front of Nick's when he gets kicked out. That's a very clean sign. It's bright. It's well, because Potter's paying perfect. for it, All right? But I'm just like, a lot of those things. Just like, did they have? They had that bright and good clean signs that looked that good in the 40s. Like man, they, they were on it. Good for them. Now <laughs> I'm gonna have to find these signs. I'm because you know I'm a niche, I'm a niche person when it comes to like like shirts or like just shit. I'm all my in. But uh oh the just that little rundown when they when they do the cut to this is what all the businesses and shit are now instead of what they were what they're supposed to be i guess there's fun things like just obviously like 
you're not going to get a movie marquee that's going to just hold the you guys you guys didn't even the movies watch it they color. showed they pop they pop really hard in color i didn't fucking shit on you for that it's again i wasn't positive it'd be the right and, movie go ahead and yell at me but the color is really good in the like watching the color version it's really good i i don't doubt that i just I'm I, shake my head it's fine i will fucking probably you. watch the color i will probably force my family to watch the color version this next week when we do christmas <clears throat> just because I, I would like to see it oh blue blue moons yeah oh it's yeah good. I, don't, I don't know like i don't know if it like i have the the black and white version on in the back right now and i haven't obviously haven't been intently watching it i think there's probably something that's added yeah. to the movie one of those sciences bamboo room yeah like i really i really do think that there is like the color probably adds to some of it i'm not gonna lie to you but like i said i haven't watched it intently so so i don't want to distract in this movie like the thing about this movie is it's just so much so this movie came out 46 and it was like it flopped really and for like and for like 40 years it was just not not a thing until NBC starts showing it on Christmas Eve in the eighties, they had some some big wig that really liked it, program director that really liked it, and, and it brought it back. Of, so for like thirty years, this. movie just did not exist in people's consciousness. It's just nothing. It flopped in the theaters. It did not. It did not make money. It did not anything. And so that's that's a completely wild to me. Um. So. So like I said, we're getting in here. Like he uh doesn't exist i love the part where like he's like you don't have a wallet you're not real so like what what is your guys's biggest like thing that changed to you they're like oh fuck that's a it's a big uh butterfly effect effect you like talk about the uh, austin kushner uh Aston well, kushner. I, <laughs> movie. I like austin. that movie a lot actually i have not seen that in 15 years as a list um has a guy that can't see schooners from all rats i didn't um i think it was honestly his brother just dying right away right that's the that's the hugest one right like because his brother like he does he's not there so at the very beginning when they're introducing him it's it's that george saves his brother when he falls through the ice and so then once he's not there his brother harry is just dead like just dies in that situation dead and that was de- that was definitely D-D. the one that I didn't I hadn't even like my brain didn't go back far enough to be like oh yeah well, obviously Harry dies. And there's a level of if they really wanted to dive into it, like you could have gone well, into that actually does because Harry's not there for the things that he actually because like yeah they talk mind about, you yeah. shooting down fifteen planes that's a big number he shoots <laughs> down very fifteen planes number. and just <laughs> destroys a transport ship. And like you saves just a done... ship. Oh, saves it. Oh yeah, yeah. He shoots a plane down that's about yeah, to oh, like, yeah. blow one up. No, no, yeah. no. Harry's a war criminal. <laughs> yeah. uh, because it is. Yeah, it's just no. All of those people died. Yeah, that because... was definitely the biggest one. But that's where you could have just gone. Just oh yeah, this your entire town. It's amazing now. when you watch like... the movie, like <laughs> the like the. Uh... The tracks they lay down that you're not even paying attention to. Mm-hmm. More than once they mentioned Potterville. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want people to oh, yeah. talk about like and like you're like, you're like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. And then like Well, I think I think Potterville was I don't know if it was slang or if it was an area they were trying to develop. And, well, he mentions the, it's the slums. You won't live over there. You won't live yeah, the yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it yeah, is a thing. It, it's not like a it, weird thing they were just tracking. But. Because it was what he came back to that was, was it Bailey Park? Yeah. Was now just, it's, it's real a cemetery. Big, cemetery. And it's just, real big uh, Back to the Future vibes and that shit. The yeah. Twin Pines Mall. You know, yeah. like, so yeah, you get that. Um, the, I mean, even the, because he he makes he makes the comment early on, before they even go to the graduation party about just like, oh, you know, finally leaving the Bailey Border House, Mama Bailey's Border House, boarding house. Oh, I didn't catch that at all. And then at the end, it's Ma Bailey's Boarding House. Yeah, I don't know you with that it's yeah i don't accept strangers like there's no vacancy get out also uh loki one of my favorite parts is when uh when bert the cosby and shit out clarence is like help me joseph and he just disappears yeah, and, joseph, and, joseph. and ernie just walks away he's like oh, oh nope <laughs> just, which way did he go <laughs> and ernie's like i didn't see shit motherfucker <laughs> yeah it's on you <laughs> That is a but, dude with one of the first dudes that did mushrooms, and he's just like, a oh, fuck, there's weird shit going on here, and I <laughs> I just drive the taxi, man. So, alright. Yeah, so, like, that whole part, like, hey, right, we're, gonna, we're gonna finish on here, like, uh, well, fuck, it would be a nice thing. So, Money Bikes, Money Bikes, our main sponsor, best part of the movie, is it Money Bikes, the best part of Sonny Cone. God damn it. That ending hits. That ending hits like a it's the, fucking. It's the end. I don't know what, you, what yeah, else you picked. It's one hundred percent. I didn't expect. I didn't expect it to like. It sneaks up on you. Like so, the end is that George comes back to the house. He's a basically a reborn man. He he under like understands that the money isn't it isn't a problem. He'll figure it out. He's got a he's rich because of all. Of no, no, he he's accepting. And, he's going to prison. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's like, it's not the end of the world. It's fine. And then. Mary comes back and she has went all around town and basically told everybody what's going Getting on goosebumps right now. And everybody like, it's just a continuous scene of everybody in town that he's helped forever. All the people from when the, they put the, when the run was on the bank and all of that, everybody comes in and just starts piling money on the table for him. And Literally. yeah, I, I did not expect that like even when that scene started i didn't expect it to like creep up on me but man yeah there's a lot of feels that like show up in that scene and then odd long scene comes in my favorite my like top 10 songs of all time the new year's eve song you know like it sneaks up on you and his daughter's playing the other christmas song before that hits you know and like and they're all like doing their quips like the maid's like I was saving this for my husband, but it ain't happening, you know. Yeah, yeah it's all it's all for the, a saving this for a divorce, but yeah. <laughs> if all, I ever got a the, husband, it's all the characters, at, yeah, actually showing up with a, a piece of what they were in the movie, and yeah, it's, it's really so much of the telegram from his buddy. He's like twenty five thousand dollar loan. He's, I don't yeah, give a shit like, when I get back. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Up to twenty five grand, you can have it or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, and then his 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 brother's like flew through a snowstorm. Yeah, to, to my brother George Bailey, the richest man in town, you yeah. know, and like 
and like I said, Oblong Singh hits, and it's just it crushes. It fucking crushes. Yeah, it's fantastic for for something that if you would Martini just, shows up the goddamn tip jar. He's if, like, they don't if, need it. <laughs> if you would just like without me watching it and had watched the rest of the movie, if you would have just described it to me, I'd have been like, yeah, that's cheesy as hell. And that's absolutely what that could have been. And for whatever reason, it is not. And it just crushes. Yeah, he walks so... up and he hugs his kids. And then a sick daughter comes out who he chewed the goddamn teachers. Like, mind you, as a parent, it's a real piece of shit. When he chews that, that teacher's ass, he's a real piece of shit. So, <laughs> Right, but that's where you get the... Almost the double payback of... We just he runs into out. that dude. Yeah, he, he gets <laughs> fucking knocked, not knocked out, but knocked the fuck out. <laughs> and he gets he gets clocked, and it is you know his whole bring back to reality of George, George, what happened? Your your lips bleeding, and he's just so excited that his lips bleeding. <laughs> um, and yeah, he runs up and he's he's got Zuzu's petals, and he's just he has all these things again. Um. And it was one of those things where, so yeah. I watch it today, and after even you guys said, just oh yeah, it is kind of a tearjerker. Like it kind of gets you. I'm just like, oh, I can't get to that. Bad. Like I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it does. But and then I sat there and I was like, ah oh, fuck, oh, man, it's, it does, it does get you. It get, it gets you real it good. It sneaks up on, um, and that's what like when Jake is like, it's too long. And I, I mean, it probably is a little bit like, but how long it is builds up to that moment yeah. it gets you invested in everyone it gets you invested in George who's like we said can't be shit but like and like they all come in like even even the in the pharmacist comes with a goddamn jar and he's like oh you know like you know like yeah here and, you go. and the biggest thing I guess and I love part then like it has that dude with the glasses that works at a bank counting the money I'm like maybe let that motherfucker be in charge of money he seems, yeah. he seems coherent and it is so it is even I guess sort of early on the reason you always feel feel good and feel for George is like you have that that fight that George walks into when when he's fourteen when his dad's right. arguing with Potter right and he has this fight they're just like my dad's a good man he's trying to give people lives like he's he's doing good stuff you whatever it is twisted weird and, and we're and we're just being we're being hypocrites we're being like you know i'm worried right now but like, it is it's he's trying to do what he believes is best and for the most part he does there's really, just a lot of he kind of you can tell there's the stuff of he does so much good for the spot he's in right he just hates that he missed so much of what he makes the best of it right? to be. yeah and that's and what that's where and that's where kind of that's where it comes in like the uh the the tears and the goosebumps is like you you want to think like you want to think that you're Bailey and you you're doing shit that you don't notice right you're doing shit that like fixes people or helps people that you don't so it helps you like right it the, cheers you up yeah uh, that when the time comes uh, you. Well, that I mean, that's that's the overall th- theme of the movie, right? Is like, yeah, understanding that doing good things helps other people, whether you even realize it or not. And 
in this case, it's forcefully pointed out to him in the in the the style. Yeah, of, I mean, I'm pretty sure my angel style like, of seen... movie that we now see all of the time, whether it's a movie or a show or whatever. My, yeah, my Clarence would be like, I've seen the TikToks you talk, you send to your friends about fake killing yourself. You're done. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, there's some of the it, it, because it is there's obviously those tropes and stuff like even I think it was like a week ago. Well, that, um, that new movie, uh, it's a wonderful knife that I want to watch. We're like, it's really like she shots a serial killer and then she gets pissed off and like she like the George Bailey part of it happens. And like she finds out the serial killer just terrorized that town for next year because she said, I, won't, I don't want my life anymore. Yeah, apparently it's very good. It's like it's like scream. It's like if scream fucked it's a one for life. I love when Jake gives me the look. It makes it, it it gives me life. Sounds interesting. I don't think it's a a thing a rabbit we need to chase at this point. But. Well, we're not gonna watch it. I'm just talking out loud. Anyways, um, yeah. So like the money bite. I'm glad all three of us are, are agreeing. The money bite best part of movies like the end. It it gives us goosebumps. It gives us teary eyed. And like any movie that gives us goosebumps. Is, is is a plus right like just yeah yeah my That's biggest question one. is is why does the uncle have a raven at all times uh, he has pets man if you walk he has like oh squirrels. yeah he has he has squirrels and dogs and i understand that but so, so real is, quick he is just the raven crazy quick, old before we say dude. goodbye so it's been in the 40s when the Hayes code was in effect and one of the Hayes code's biggest thing was if you have an asshole or a criminal you have to show them either repenting or getting their comeuppance. comeuppance. And I've seen three or four articles and like, are surprised movies got made and, and distributed because you don't see Potter getting his comeuppance or repent. Potter wins. He win- He gets that AK. He wins. Yeah. yeah I, I think he the, steals I think... the money. The, the theme of the movie, though, and the way that it ends is George Bailey is a rich man. No, I'm not saying that because the theme doesn't hit. I'm just saying, like, no, no, no. But Potter loses. He always he, he loses the whole movie because he still never has or gets what George has, and that's the whole point. But they really surprised us when got distributed because, like, that because he was didn't strict. actually get like arrested or or, or like, yeah, actual. like shown on the film that he fucked. It was over. But the whole point is that. And and they say it multiple times through the movie is like Potter wants what George and his dad. I, I'm not arguing on the that side. I'm just saying that they're surprised it got it got distributed. Yeah, like, it, was, it was very strict. Yeah. So I guess that movie's great. Um, Sean went was, away. I believe it right? was much. It was not that I thought it would be bad, but I always like a lot of times with the older movies, it's a potential struggle. Well, good and thing this, watching... this movie was very very good. Well, good like, thing this is a movie that I would love to like, like to watch. Oh, like more times. Make sure you watch it on Christmas Eve, like we all did. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I don't know if I need to watch it again a week later, but no, not in this Christmas Eve. Yeah, but, but I believe our next movie is um, Poseidon Adventure, which is also another old movie. And I totally knew what that was when you told me what it was. Oh fuck! We're, 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 we'll discuss that later. That neither one of you guys. They remade that, like. Yes, I did. I know it, it's, shit, right? it's a movie and it's garbage. Is it a movie? I thought it was like a TV. Kurt show. Russell's in it. Josh Lucas okay. is bad. Uh, I, was, I was I was half kidding when I said that when you because I knew you were referencing an old one, but I knew there was like a newer one. 
Yeah, so our next movie, I believe, is going to be the Poseidon Adventures. We're going to attempt, as no one's even here anymore, but we're going to attempt as best we can, like, rewatch movies that one of us has not seen. Are you guys going to be mad if I put all of the Air Bud movies in there? You haven't typed a <laughs> single goddamn movie in there, so, I mean, no, that's fine. I know. I've gotten very close, but... To typing them in, your, have your fingers gotten... Uh, anyways. <laughs> um, I don't uh, want to commit to anything. Side of adventure, and I believe Trading Spaces is after that. So, yeah, um, that's a good movie. I have not seen that in a decade, but uh, it's good. Be real curious if we can talk about that one about getting canceled. Anyways, all right. Yeah, some some, yeah, some I am, stuff in that doesn't check. Sorry, go. I am Ted Flint, Jake Voss, Sean Jenfess Festerman. Maybe one of these times I'll figure out a fucking to go name, sex, slogan. I'm working on it. Working on it. You know you can just say goodbye and see you next time, right? No, no. Till the <laughs> next time we go back to the movies. But oh no, that's too easy. I'm gonna figure out I'm gonna oh, figure whoa. out to go. I'm gonna figure out to go thing. All right. Later guys. Talk to you soon. Peace out.